So this Sunday, we celebrate the solemnity of our Lord Jesus Christ, the King of the universe. And it's a special Sunday because we remember Jesus in this special way, this specific way, as King, King of all that exist. And this is the last Sunday of ordinary time, the last Sunday of the liturgical year. And so liturgically speaking, next weekend, we'll start Advent. It'll be the new liturgical year. And so uh, it's interesting that the, the church gives us this feast on the last day or the last Sunday of the liturgical year to remember at the end of all things that Jesus Christ is Lord. Jesus Christ is the King. And how comforting, how consoling that is for us when we see so many um, crazy things happening in the world. We can always remember that Jesus Christ is King. And it was also interesting to me, this gospel that's given to us by the church on this beautiful feast day, this gospel of Jesus Christ uh, being questioned by Pontius Pilate right before he is to suffer and to die. And when we think about kings, often we think of a very powerful man, a man who can do anything he wants, has armies at his disposal. Um, You know, we don't think of somebody who's a prisoner who's very weak in that moment, somebody who's about to be put to death. And so Jesus, at seemingly his weakest point during the Passion and eventually during the crucifixion, is actually Jesus at his most powerful. This is Jesus Christ, our King, Jesus Christ crucified. And again, it can be tough if we look at the crucifix with earthly eyes or with an earthly mindset. And we say, gosh, how can that be our king? How can somebody who couldn't even save himself, as the people said around him, how could he be the king? But brothers and sisters, we have to look at this with a heavenly mindset. Jesus reminds us his kingdom is not of this world. It's not an earthly kingdom. The Jews were looking for an earthly king. They were looking for a political king, a social king, someone who would come in and wipe out the Romans so that they could live uh, in their um, Jewish religion freely. That's what they were looking for. But instead, Jesus came with his heavenly kingdom, not what they were expecting. And in fact, was put to death by the Romans. We have to keep a heavenly mindset, brothers and sisters, and remember that Jesus Christ is our heavenly king. And again, it's precisely in his sacrifice on the cross, through the love of his sacred heart, the mercy of his sacred heart for every one of us, that he is most our king. And we have to think about what a king does for his people. In general, when we think about a king, what does he do for his people? Well, he protects them. He provides for them, and he leads them. He protects, provides, and leads. And now let's think of the cross, brothers and sisters. Jesus protects us by defeating sin and death. He was put to death, but then he rose again and defeated sin and death. He defeated the ancient foe, Satan, our enemy. We no longer have to fear sin and death. We no longer have to fear the repercussions, the punishments of that because Jesus has won for us the victory. And as long as we go to him and receive the mercy that he has for us, we're free. 
evil cannot touch us because Jesus Christ, our King, has won the victory. And we put our hope and faith in that. Jesus provides for us in that sacrifice by giving us his body and blood, soul and divinity. It's that very same sacrifice on the cross that we celebrate every time we come to the Mass. That same sacrifice is present to us on this altar when the priest says the words of consecration. Jesus Christ truly is present, not merely a symbol, not merely a sign. We're not just remembering Jesus. No, his sacrifice is really here. When we come to Mass, we should think of ourselves as being at the foot of the cross because we really are. And we get to be nourished again by his body, blood, soul, and divinity. He provides for us in this sacrifice and he fills us with every grace and heavenly blessing that we need. And Jesus Christ leads us in his sacrifice on the cross. He gives us the example of how we are to live. He tells us we're to carry our cross every day, to pick that up, to walk with him, to share our suffering with him each day, and in doing so, to be a blessing to those around us. So again, Jesus, in his sacrifice, is most king, because he sacrifices himself out of love for us, and pr protects us, provides for us, and leads us. But it doesn't stop there, brothers and sisters. We're not merely here to recognize Jesus as our King. That's kind of the first step. As we come here, we, we lay down our lives before Him, we worship Him, and we proclaim Him our King. But it doesn't stop there. No, as baptized members of the body of Christ, those who have been incorporated into Jesus Christ by our baptism, we are meant to be Jesus Christ in the world, to act in the person of Christ, to be Jesus to everybody we meet. And that means participating in his roles as priest, as prophet, and as king in the world. We truly are meant to be kings in the world, in the Christian sense, as uh, baptized members of the body of Christ. We're meant to partake of that kingly role of Jesus Christ. Meaning that in society, we're meant to protect, to provide, and to lead those around us. We protect the people around us in many ways, not the least of which being proclaiming the truth to them, dispelling error, dispelling lies, and also praying for people, recognizing the power that we have as Christians in the name of Jesus Christ. We can banish evil around us. Pray for those people who are around us. Ask the protection of Jesus Christ and the blood of his sacred heart upon them. We can really protect the people around us through our prayers and through the truth that we preach. And as Jesus says, for this I was born and for this I came into the world to testify to the truth. Everyone who belongs to the truth listens to my voice. And similarly, we can provide for the people around us by preaching the gospel message, by giving them the truth of Jesus Christ that he has entrusted to us. We provide for them by telling them the good news, the news of the mercy of Jesus Christ. That his mercy is open to every single one of us. No sinner 
is too great or is too bad to receive the love and the mercy of Jesus Christ. And we provide people with that true food that Jesus has given us, that heavenly bread. We can invite people to the sacraments to receive the true love of Jesus Christ. And lastly, we lead them through our example. Just as Jesus gave us the example of the cross, we can lead other people by the example that we give them, by carrying our cross with Christ, through the things that we do and the things that we say, but also through the things that we don't do and the things that we don't say. We are meant to be a blessing to the people around us, to draw everybody around us closer to Jesus Christ each day of our lives. And we do that by living the love of the cross. And so I say again, brothers and sisters, how good it is that we're here today to celebrate this solemnity of Jesus Christ, our King. And again, we know it can be a crazy world out there. We see lots of evil things happening. Let's just be frank about it. There's evil in the world. There are lots of bad things happening. And at times it can be a temptation to get anxious about it and to say, where is Jesus in all of this? How can this all work out? And it's tempting to maybe doubt or to lose hope at times. But the church reminds us that after everything, we always remember that Jesus is our King. Evil has no power over him. Evil has no power over us as long as we are with him. So let us surrender everything to him, brothers and sisters. Let us trust in him, trust in his power, and trust in the love of his sacred heart. And always strive to be those disciples that he calls us to be so that we can spend eternity with him in the heavenly kingdom where he lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. Amen.